Hello, welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. <clears throat> oh, well, you can hear it already. I am sick. I'm very sick. Uh, I have some kind of a flu. And uh, I know this was my big, this week was my big triumphant return back to the studio to reunite with Zig the Engineer. But I actually had to cancel on my guest and I'm recording at my house again. So next week, hopefully I'm better. We'll be back. But hey, I'm not going to skip a week. All right. A lot of hot, hot wrestling action this week. And uh, we're going to get to it. I might just be a little bit. I don't know. Uh, dull. See, I couldn't even think of it. Lethargic. Ugh, I'm on all mucinex, all that shit. Anyway, hey, hey, all right. Now, <laughs> remember to rate and subscribe to this podcast, okay? Give us five stars. I, I, we deserve it. Maybe not on today's performance. I don't know. Or maybe this will be the best episode ever. Who, 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 who really knows? Uh, uh, <laughs> but man, wrestling, interesting week in wrestling. This is one of the weeks where like a lot happened, a lot happened, but then not a lot happened. All right, biggest thing to get into here, Jabroniacs, is the biggest story in wrestling is by far outside of the WWE. It's in a little place called Japan. Okada versus Omega. This match is unbelievable. I know I've been sharing on the page, and look, everyone's talking about it. this. You have to live under a rock to not hear about this match, but uh, man, this match was so fucking good. This match is amazing. Everyone should watch it. it this match, uh, Kenny Omega. Obviously, everyone knows Kenny Omega is great. But I didn't. I didn't fully understand the greatness of Kenny Omega until this match. He is phenomenal. They're both phenomenal uh, in this match. Uh, but yeah. Uh, also for this match, for me, look, I'm a big WWE mark. Okay, and I think a lot of people who listen to this show, or a lot of WWE marks. So stretching out to Japan, it can feel overwhelming. I mean, there's so much WWE product we cover it every time. But this match is like a must watch for. The, a casual wrestling fan. This is a must-watch match for anybody. It's people are saying. I bumped into a bunch of my friends in the comedy wrestling community. Matt McCarthy, talk to him. Friend of the show, Matthew Brian Cohen. These guys say this is the best wrestling match they've ever seen. I hesitate to say that, but it's up there. I mean, the only match I can think. That immediately I think of, like, when I think of great, great matches, is the, I think of a feeling when I watched Shawn Michaels' Undertaker 1, uh, that Mania match. I think that, that's the one that comes, that, that I love. Um, uh, but what other match would be as good as this match? I don't know. I think it's fair. I think it's fair. I, have a, I need a little time before I go, like, this is the best match ever. I don't want to, I can tend to speak in superlative, so I want to give that a little, uh, 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 a, a little, a little buffer. We'll come back to it. But all I can say is that this match is, there's a few things to say about it, is that it solidified Kenny Omega as, uh, right now he's the biggest, he's the biggest star in wrestling currently, you know, in the current events. But it definitely solidified him as like, he's in the top, God, I don't know, like three best wrestlers, current wrestlers right now. Um, 
friend of the show, Jason Shabiro, pointed out that all Bullet Club leaders come to WWE. But, I mean, WWE's got to watch that match and just be like, we need to get this guy. Now, it's been reported for a long time that Kenny Omega has turned down offers from WWE. Uh, uh, they it, what, what I read is that he got offered two contracts last year that he said no to. I don't know if that's true. Everything I, I who who knows what's true. Um, and then now he said he's leaving Japan. He's he's leaving on on Twitter. You know, he said that he's he's le- taking he's gonna he's gonna take a step away from Japan and and look at all his options. And you know, who knows what he's working us? You can't even believe any of these wrestlers anymore. You can't believe anything anymore. Getting worked is like becoming in and outside the ring in such an awesome way that it's like I try to explain this to people I try to explain to them like Donald Trump not to get political or anything but like how he works people like such a pro wrestler uh but uh uh <laughs> yeah but oh man I am sick I am sick uh, yeah but who who really knows I mean people are you know I have friends who are like Kenny Omega can he pop up in the Royal Rumble that's the question okay now He's been very – there's a couple factors here. He's been very vocal on saying how much the New Japan belt means so much more to him than the WWE belt. He said really funny shit about how WWE belt – he's like, I probably have neighbors who don't even wrestle who've held that the belt. They fly around there. They got so many belts. So And capturing that belt seems to be an actual goal of his. He's also like big into Japanese culture and uh, – uh, yeah. And uh, I think you'd want to stay and get that belt. But at the same time, you know, I have a friend who said, like, I know for a fact he's no chance he's in the Rumble. People say he already signed. All I know is that from doing this for a while and talking to everyone and everyone acts like they know everything, we don't know anything. There's a very real possibility he could show up in that Royal Rumble match. WWE has the resources to make anything happen, okay? This is a billion-dollar company. Uh yeah, truly, you don't know. And also, it's fun. Hey, hey, I'm whispering to you. It's fun. Keep the keep the the magic alive that he can pop up. Anyway, nothing this match done for me, and it's kind of cool that I we do this podcast. I kind of you know since I moved to LA and uh, in New York, <clears throat> wasn't involved in the indie wrestling scene at all. I was just a strict WWE mark. Uh, you know, I came out here, went to PWG show. And I've been like watching indie wrestling and it's amazing and it's just it's so athletic and it's completely different than what they do in WWE. I mean, uh, 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 and it's controversial, you know, some older wrestlers are like, hey, it's too acrobatic or it's too planned. It doesn't look like a fight. It's more like a dance, whatever. But this match was the perfect for me. It was like the perfect example of how indie wrestling can translate to the big stage uh i find that like yeah it's not just about uh, you know learning about you know what people talk about oh strong style shooting you know it's all about oh those really hitting each other like uh these guys like omega and okada just like beat the shit out of each other in this match in a way where during the match i literally thought it was like a fight and also, they're in the match. I literally thought they were like dead. Now, 
there's a lot of controversy about some of the spots they do in this match. There's one spot they do, you know, at this point, if you haven't seen it, there's a dragon sleeper off of the dragon sleeper suplex off of the top rope and Okada lands real bad in it, really bad. And they show the replay and you're like, wow, that's like, to me, I think if that happened to me, I would just literally be dead or never walk again or, you know, and I, I mean, this is not a joke. I watched draws get paralyzed in the Nassau Coliseum when I was a kid and, it was from like a running uh, seated power bomb. It was nothing. These these moves that I'm that I'm seeing botched are so much more dangerous. Where if you figure like if you rotate, even miss, if you don't rotate or you would a little bit, like I think you're dead. Uh, uh, so it's like the reason that I'm tricked that it's real is because it is so real. But I mean, this match, the storytelling was incredible. Like the highs were so high. The lows were even, like, exciting. You thought they, like, couldn't even really breathe. Uh, man, like, it, it's amazing. There's nothing to even say. Plus, it's a really long match. It's, like, 46 minutes long or something. And I was into it the whole time. I was at the edge of my seat, which is like, oh, WB, you're used to the 20-minute match, you know? Um It, it, was, it was really great and great in a different way. Uh, it, was, it, it was inspiring. Uh... uh yeah, it just was it was incredible to watch watch it. But I did understand the whole like concept of actually hurting each other and see that in action where I think in WWE it's like I'm uh it's, I get more into the the characters and I I I just it was a revelation for me. Oh man, my throat is killing me. All right. Anyway, um so let's talk about Kenny Omega. So Kenny Omega is clearly, this guy is like, you know, like I always say in this podcast, like authenticity. This guy's so authentic. Like he's clearly the biggest dork for video games, uh, 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 you know, anime. He loves all that stuff. And it comes to his character. He like looks like Wesker from Resident Evil, who, who has like got a touch of Final Fantasy. And it's just, it, 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 it's awesome. Now, one thing I want to say that I didn't love in this match is Kenny Omega's entrance is a recreation of the Terminator. Now, it's like, you know, he starts with his knee down and in the bubble and he's naked and, you know, he approaches uh, some Japanese hoodlums uh, to ask for their clothes. I think it's like recreating something I find that to be like when you just mad libs you're like oh I'm just gonna act that out I just find that to be like kind of just like just stupid and derivative like I respect wrestling a little bit more than that but somebody told me something actually Matt McCarthy told me this said that it was a, a fuck you to Triple H because Triple H did the Terminator entrance and that look I'm not that familiar I'm not like the biggest Omega Mark uh, although I've been down such such a wormhole about him. I'm just following all his YouTube stuff. I, I yeah, he's amazing. Uh, 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 he cuts great promos. Yeah, he's he's got cool energy. Uh, uh, but, uh, oh man, I'm so <laughs> I'm so tired and sick. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, uh, but yeah. <clears throat> All right, whatever. Forget that point. Just uh, I, I, this, if it's a fuck you to Triple H, I think that is cool. And like he's known as the Terminator, and he came out with the Terminator mask. I just think he could have done something cooler. But uh, 
That's fine. Compared to how good the match is, it's like splitting hairs. Anyway, so make sure you watch that match. I, I, it's at Wrestle Kingdom 11. I heard they're coming out with a commentary by J, uh, JR and Josh Barnett, which is funny. I saw Josh Barnett at the, my, the coffee shop here in L.A. I was in, behind him in line. Massive dude. And uh, <laughs> I was just thinking about how, like, no one in my neighborhood, other than, like, hipster L.A., no one in my neighborhood would recognize Josh Barnett. Except me, because <laughs> uh, I'm the man. All right. Um, so, all right. Let's get it. So, let's get into WWE. So, look, the Royal Rumble is fast approaching. Now, this is very exciting. I think, like ever, I don't think it's. I don't think it's a very original take to say that. Uh, I don't think you'd be surprised. Either. The Royal Rumble is my favorite event of the year. I love it. Uh, it's right around my birthday, so it's always like an awesome birthday surprise. But yeah, I love the Royal Rumble forever. I probably, like, I, 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 it might even be true that, like, I'm a wrestling fan because of the Royal Rumble. Like, that concept. I remember in 91 when I went to, uh, when I went to Nassau Coliseum, my dad took me and they had a Rumble. And it was, I, I still remember it. I still have pictures of it. Both the Bushwhackers got eliminated. Um, uh, and the Undertaker fought on that card. And the Undertaker is in this Royal Rumble. Yeah, so the Royal Rumble's awesome, but the Royal Rumble's been very lackluster the past couple years. Uh, I watched <laughs> I watched the Royal Rumble when Batista won in a bar in Chicago. I was shooting a commercial. It was a CM Punk-themed bar. There was CM Punk cutouts all over the place. It's called The Rocks. I don't know if it's a CM Punk-themed bar, but it's decorated like all CM Punk. And the T-shirts to the, <laughs> to the bar... Said, uh, go to rocks, like to go to sleep, had the go to sleep logo. And I think that was like CM Punk's last match. I've said this on the podcast before. I watched that when Batista won, like people were booing. Huge bar, like everyone was booing. And I was like, eh, whatever, Chicago, I don't know. Then the Roman Reigns, I mean, everyone, Philly went and booed that. Uh, 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 last year, Triple H, though I give that rumble a pass, it still sucked because it was like, you always want someone to win that's like a surprise, you know? But, that last year, I mean, there was last year there was so many injuries. People were out. The talent level was very low. Uh, but man, oh man, this year is that not the case? I can't remember going into a Royal Rumble where I literally have no idea who's going to win this thing. Uh, people, you say what you want about this draft split. The, the the brand split, but that also adds to the equation of who's you don't know who's gonna win because it's like you win the Royal Rumble, there's two belts, so it's not like okay, uh, it, 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 it's not like oh well, we know who has to go up against for this belt, like they can use it to do anything. Uh, but yeah, plus the other cool thing about the Royal Rumble is that sometimes you feel like they use all the talent. In the title matches and the matches around it, and then there's only like three or four wrestlers in it who are like big time. This is looking like shaping up to be the most star-studded Royal Rumble we've had in a very uh, long time. Now, uh, right now, some of the people in this match, and and uh, actually, here's just everybody. Uh, it's really cool on on Wikipedia. Man, I love shit like this. Wikipedia. What a site. Maybe I should donate when they ask for those donations. But, I mean, they have it, like, everyone who's in the Royal Rumble match, it's, they're colored in red if they're on Raw. And, 
and blue if they're on SmackDown, green if they're unassigned, which is only The Undertaker. And then it also has the date declared. So it's like the date they declared they're entering into the Royal Rumble. I love that. That's one of my other favorite things about the Royal Rumble is you announce that you're going to be in the Royal Rumble match. But already listen to this. This is how many spots we have. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. All right. So we have 13 spots already from the 30. So we have about half of the entrants are already announced, right? Uh, 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 Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, The Full New Day, Jericho, Braun Strowman, Baron Corbin, Rollins, Taker, Ambrose, Miz, Ziggler. All right. Now... Look, this is not entirely true, but that's like a like all these guys could could win. Uh, yeah, I mean the only guy in here who wouldn't win is Xavier Woods. Definitely won't win, but Biggie and Kofi probably won't win. But it's not, it's not unheard of. Like Strowman can win, Jericho could win, uh, Corbin maybe not. But hey, if they want, if they decide to push him. You know, Goldberg, Lesnar, these guys could all win. Um, if they want to switch it up, who knows? Um, someone was telling me that, like, Cena came out and they were all chanting Undertaker. And uh, someone was telling me that Vince is, like, kind of got freaked out. I also heard that, actually. He got freaked out by that. Vince got, like, a little freaked out by the fact that uh, everyone knew what their match is and the plan, and I, I don't think he likes it to be that obvious, you know, even though they're so obvious all the time. But I also heard that he's kind of freaked out by the Okada Omega match, which he should be. Wrestle Kingdom can't have a better a main event that gets more pop than the Mania main event, especially last year's main event was terrible. I was there, it was terrible. Uh, Triple H versus Reigns is terrible. And Triple H Rollins will probably be a bad match also, which sucks because I love Rollins. But look, they're killing Rollins. I mean, he'll come back because he's so talented and so young and so awesome. But right now it's like (laughs) I'm just expecting Rollins to not matter until after Mania. Could be wrong about that. They could switch up everything at this point. Uh, But yeah, so we get into it and think about the Rumble. I literally just think about this like anytime I'm like – Daydreaming. I'm daydreaming. I'm like, well, who's going to win? Now, look, let's think about the things that are definite. We know AJ Styles is he's going to be the, in the main event at Mania, uh, especially if they wanted to be like Okada. He's like the only guy who can work like that. If they wanted to be, you know, compete with that match. Uh, AJ Styles. But who would AJ Styles go against? Now, the thing that I'm thinking, the thing that that sticks in my head and makes the most sense um, is Undertaker. I know that's, I know he's old, <laughs> um, but he does put on good matches and he's well-rested um, and his hair is long again, which is, you know, where a lot of his power comes from. Um, keep in mind, he's only lost a streak because he had a shaved head. Uh, but, um, <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, but AJ can work with anybody. Taker's is uh, AJ small, so Taker can pretty much manhandle him. Um, but if Taker wins, it goes for the belt again. I mean, at Mania, I think that AJ Styles Taker could be really cool, and Taker winning the Rumble could be cool. I know it sucks because he's an old guy, like taking a spot from one of these younger guys. But who can Styles go against? Like he can't go against Rollins. That's the match I want. I want AJ Rollins. I want that. That would be amazing. 
it works because one's a face, one's a heel. And maybe this whole Triple H thing is a swerve for that. Uh, that would be really dope. Um, but who else could go against, like, if they're going to keep AJ heel, I guess they have time to change. I guess they have time to change any of that going into Mania. I just feel like, why mess with AJ? He's working right now. And uh, having a heel that everyone likes is powerful. But, like, who knows? I mean, they, you know, I was hearing that Goldberg is signed on to be that, like, Goldberg is signed on to to be in the uh, in Fast Lane, I think, which is, I, th- I think that's the pay per view that's right before Mania. And I think he signed on to either wrestle or show up in that. So. I don't, I don't know. Maybe they bang out the Goldberg Lesnar there, and then maybe Goldberg wins. You have like Goldberg Styles. Look, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Hmm. That's the only thing that makes sense to me right now. Am I crazy? If Goldberg Lesnar locked up, if it wasn't sick, I'd have a guest here with me, and I could run it by them. But yeah, literally, I'm just looking at this right now. Now, Miz. Look, Miz could win the Rumble. I mean, I predicted Miz to win the Rumble. He could. I just think Miz, AJ, If I, I, there's some part of me that thinks that after that Okada-Omega match, they know that they need, like, Miz is, can't work at that level. Uh, he works as a wrestler, but I, I think they need AJ to have a better dance partner. It's, hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think they've been teasing the taker. I don't know. It seems like they might be setting up for Taker versus Strowman, which is like, man, I don't really... Uh, I like Strowman. He's cool, but ultimately, I'm not excited for any match that he has. He's not actually, like, legitimate. Uh, it's like a freak show match. And also, like, anything that the Strowman match gets across is already coming across in Lesnar-Goldberg, which is, like, two big dudes, you know, colliding. The question is, what do you do with what do you do with Roman Reigns and Mania? Uh, well, I mean, Roman Reigns could win the belt against Owens here, and then, hmm, man, there, look, all right, whatever. I could speculate on this forever, and like, I, 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 just think about how exciting it is that all these question marks. Like, no one can tell me definitively what's going to happen. Last year, I was positive Triple H was going to win. This is this is awesome. Uh. I really hope they go for they they go for something big. They go for like a swerve. They go for something where it's uh, big. But any but any if if Miz wins, if anybody wins, it's gonna be it's gonna be good because it's gonna lay the like the really they're really solidifying the road to WrestleMania, which is cool. Love it. Awesome time. Sorry, I'm sick. I'm not being as fun. I know. All right. Anyway, so. Man, I'm excited. This is awesome. Uh, I already have my Mania tickets. I'm very pumped. All right. So, uh, let's get into Raw a little bit. Um, I'm going to cut this a little short, but... Um, yeah, well, I think the biggest thing on Raw is Mick Foley shaved his head. Uh, it's like he totally lost the, like, Peggy Bundy haircut that he's had for, like, forever. I, uh, I mean... 
Yeah, why not? It does look a lot better. Uh, he always had such like an outdated haircut, but it does suck because it was like that's what that was what mankind looked like. But he's been really fluctuating with his looks lately. He's like losing weight. Then he had his beard. He was dying that he had that long beard, and then he cut his hair like kind of short, and then he shaved it. It's going through like a whole identity crisis, or like maybe he's having like a like a split personality thing where he thinks he's dude love one day, or I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, like raw. Uh, all right, so let's go through stuff that happened. The main things are raw. So Undertaker came back and Shawn Michaels came back. I thought Undertaker's segment was really stupid and boring. I mean, I thought Undertaker was cool. He did his classic, like, you know, uh, stealing souls and digging holes. I like that. And uh, But the whole, th- whole like, like st- through line of, like, if you don't find Undertaker, you can have this performance review with Stephanie and and uh, uh, make it so dumb because they announced that he was going to be there next week. It's like, we know he's going to come. It was it was just, just, it was just stupid. But Undertaker can come in and announce he's in the Royal Rumble match. Fine with it. Liked it. Um, I'm excited for it, like I said. But I didn't like it when he came on SmackDown last time. He was like, SmackDown's my home. Now, even on Wikipedia, he's green, which is unassigned. We all know that. Um, uh, uh, yeah, so that was just like nothing. So it's like, again, that's always my biggest problem with wrestling, with WWE, is they never have any idea where it's going. Uh, and that was probably the plan was he was going to be on SmackDown, and then that got thrown out for whatever reason. He was like, oh, I can show up to only this Raw or whatever. But, um, and maybe, ooh. Ooh, I'm having an epiph. Maybe that's because he said SmackDown's my home. No, this would make sense. Styles is on Raw. Uh, or maybe, unless he's going to go for the belt against Owens. Maybe Owens keeps the belt. You have Owens Taker. Oh, my God. The possibilities are so They're endless. They're awesome. All right. None of them made sense, but I was, I was thinking AJ was on Raw, but it's not. That's because... Of my sickness. I'm sick. Um, yeah, but so that was cool. But then Undertaker's show up was fine. But, like, Shawn Michaels was very lackluster. To put it, to be generous, it was lackluster on Raw. You know, I get excited when I hear, like, Shawn Michaels is going to come. And then he's promoting this, like, Christian comedy movie, which, uh, 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 which is fine. That, you know, if that's your thing, that's fine. But it's just, like... I you know with when it's Shawn Michaels it's annoying because he's the guy who told told me to be a crude teenager you know he told me to suck it, uh, um, but yeah he was just being he was he was like selling himself out by being like I'm old the whole time and then he was kept saying like old he said HB Shizzle it's like okay whatever um, yeah and also it was at the expense of Rusev then he super kicks Rusev it's like Rusev's just doing like awesome work. I mean, uh, Shawn Michaels was making, like, jokes I didn't get. And, like, Rusev was getting laughs being like, I don't get your jokes. Uh, yeah, I don't even think I need to mention it. Like, the, I think across the board we all knew that this heartbreaking, like, this was not uh, the Shawn Michaels that we want to see. That being said, he looks like he's in awesome shape. <laughs> no, he keeps saying he's not coming back. But once he gets in the ring, I'll be a fan <laughs> instantly. Uh Yeah. Um. Yeah, so they gave Chris Jericho the title, the U.S. title. This just felt like you know. Yeah, this felt this is awesome. Like I want this is this is brilliant. Giving the Chris Jericho the U.S. title, like he's having such a great year. 
he, 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 he deserves it. Like, it's perfect. They both, him and Owens have the titles. It's awesome. It just, I said on this podcast, it should have happened that match when he gave Roman Reigns a code breaker and then he would have won it two weeks ago or something. That would have been great. But now it just, oh, Roman Reigns can kick out of anything. It's always making Roman Reigns look strong. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, but but it's cool that he has it, and I'm excited. I'll see, like, probably at Mania, they'll go Owens-Jericho uh, for the U.S. title. Um, assuming, I assume they drop, making Owens drop the belt to Reigns, because I don't think they have the balls to have Owens, uh, <laughs> you know, have Owens headline WrestleMania. Mm. Oh, also Finn Balor could win the Royal Rumble. That's the other thought. He's also known for working people on social media. He says he's not healed yet, but come on, he's healed. All right, anything else? Oh, get Jack Gallagher. I like him. Uh, what a high, what a high drop kick. It's random. I don't know. I'm not that. Uh, none of the none of the female stuff on Raw this week. I wasn't that into it. Uh, I mean, they, they, I, I liked it. You know, Nia Jack. She cleared house. Did a good thing, but it was all kind of it was a little bit of placeholder. And yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, and SmackDown, I thought this was the first lackluster SmackDown in a long time. SmackDown's been pretty great, but this just felt like a placeholder SmackDown. I know they're like leading into when it's gonna get exciting and everyone's kind of like on ice until like the Rumble when things were really. Layout, but like Nikki versus Natalia, like I think that was the best way. They like they had a nice segment, but I still just like don't care about that feud at all. Uh, I like Nikki Bell a lot. I like Natalia too, but I don't know. I just I, whatever. I can't. I, uh, I just I, I I can't get into it. Um, yeah, the Wyatt family. It's interesting where they're gonna go there. You know, I don't know what they're going to... It seems like they're not giving them the belts back. So Randy Orton, we'll see. And where's Bray Wyatt going to go for Mania? He seems to be out of the shuffle entirely, like always. Um, man, he was... He, he's the guy who I pray wins the Rumble. I just... Just because he's just so overdue. He's so great. Uh, what else happened on SmackDown? I mean, Ziggler. Oh, Cena was back. as Cena versus Corbin. I dug that match. I like Corbin. I think like someone was telling me they think that, uh, you know, Cena comes back and buries Corbin because he's been having like Corbin's been doing so well. But it's like no, losing to John Cena is wait, main eventing and wrestling John Cena for Baron Corbin is great. You can lose to John Cena. Losing to John Cena is fine. Wrestling John Cena is yeah. Yeah, he hasn't even earned the right to beat John Cena yet. Okay, um, I'm worried about the Ziggler thing. I mean, I love Ziggler. Everyone knows that. I'm worried, like, they're doing the thing where he's, like, getting angry and he's, his heel turn is coming out of frustration of, like, losing. But I just don't know why he needs to, like, lose, like, lose to Kalisto for Ziggler. It's like, come on, man. It's like, and then he's, you know, he's going to start a few with Apollo Crews. I mean, they just... It seems like they just have nothing for him right now. But if he's a heel, I mean, I just think they can do really cool. They can do some really cool uh, stuff with him. I guess the problem is that all the biggest stars on 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 SmackDown are heel. Like literally, it's uh, uh, AJ, Orton, Bray, Miz. I guess the only guy you have is Ambrose. 
So, and they've already, they just did a Ziggler Ambrose. So, yeah, uh, you know, this is why, uh, you know, right now it's interesting because the rosters are so deep when it comes to like the Rumble and when the brands come together for the big four pay-per-views, the, 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 the rosters are so deep. But then when it comes to the sing, the, the each show individually, you're like, oh man, they need to add more dudes. Now, I think the, and women especially, but I think that's going to happen. I mean, I think we're going to see, I think we're going to see Shinsuke and Samoa Joe come up. Uh, and definitely Samoa Joe, but I think they need these guys. They, they, they really need them. And, uh, uh, and they, they'll both be, can be big faces on SmackDown and fill that, that uh, hole we were talking about. I don't know if adding them at, you know, if we, you, you know, bringing up guys at Rumble is a big thing. Like it worked really well for H Styles, really well. Like, the biggest year in wrestling, like arguably ever. And, uh, uh, but right now, since there's so much talent, you know, like the talent was so low, AJ Styles got to wrestle on Mania, and he was also doing well. But who would know if if this was last year? Right now, with Taker and Cena, and everybody's healthy, Orton's healthy. Like, who knows if Cena would have had to get the run like like he would? So I wonder if C- if uh, Samoa Joe and and uh, and Shinsuke, who are guys that they don't have like the uh, whatever they don't, they're great, but they don't have what AJ has. Like a- AJ is able to put on like constant five star matches, incredible worker, great. He's 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 just he's on another tier. Someone's gonna argue with me against Shinsuke, but I'm saying also with the language barrier, you're, you're talking about the mainstream Raw audience. I I, I don't I, you know. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, like, I don't know. SmackDown, they're going to have a title match next week. I mean, that's something that's awesome on SmackDown is, is uh, you know, the, the females are going to uh, uh, uh Becky versus Alexa. Love Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss, they're going to have a, a, a title match in a cage. I think that's super dope. Uh, uh, that's something cool. SmackDown is constantly having, like, matches I'm into that I'm into watching. Like, Raw, I just watch. It's like Raw. But, man, Raw has been such a... Stinker. I mean, I, I don't know how they get it. How do they get it out of the gutter? I mean, yeah, Strowman's doing a cool job for them, but I don't know. We'll see. All right. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna end this just because my uh, get some rest for my sickness. But <clears throat> back next week, we'll be back next week with a guest and a proper show. But I didn't want to skip week, especially with that Okada. Kenny Omega match. Make sure you watch it. Uh, the match is amazing. And also, while we're talking about it, like I don't think anyone's missing it, but don't miss out, don't uh don't miss out on what Matt Hardy is up to. Broken Matt Hardy, like you know, you can see like memes about it, and you see little clips. But I'm, I'm I've also been giving him attention because he's fantastic. Uh, man, the fact that you ever told me I'd be a fan of Matt Hardy. Uh, I love I love it, uh, and uh, yeah. Let's hopefully they bring Kenny Omega to WB. Hopefully he's in the Rumble. Hopefully the Young Bucks are in the Rumble. Obviously that's not happening. But uh, let's get all these great talent in in in, uh, in WB. Which <laughs> not necessarily could be doesn't mean it's necessarily a good thing. WB is so much control over the writing and what every wrestler does. It's like. I understand these guys not wanting to be in WWE. Like, they're doing such good stuff on their own. 
Uh, anyway, whatever. I don't have to, I don't have the energy for this tangent right now. Thank you for dealing with my sickness, guys. You guys are the best. Hey, give me give me five stars just because it's sick because it's my sickness. Okay, right. Hey, join us on our uh, Facebook page. Uh, we we got a Royal Rumble. We got a Royal Rumble uh, uh pool going. If you want to join in, we uh 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 be organized by Jabroniak, Nick Tulo. Uh, he's gonna be t- reaching out to the comedians of wrestling universe. Uh, and uh, you you we're gonna Venmo him, and then we're gonna pick random numbers. It's gonna be fun. I do a pool like that here anyway. Uh, so you can check that out on our Facebook page at Comedians of Wrestling. And, um, yeah, all right, that's it. Hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. We'll be right back.